This call is being recorded. Well, I've been sitting here all day I've been sitting in this waiting room And I've been waiting on my friends Yes, I'm waiting on this conference call All alone And I'm on hold Well, yes, I'm on hold Glory be to God. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. People of God, we did have a small technical difficulty there. It is 12.01 p.m. Let us go into prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity to fellowship with you and to learn from your word. We ask God that something is said that would touch the hearts and minds of those who are dialed into the call so that they can get a breakthrough on their break. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray, giving you all the glory forever and ever. Amen. So, people of God, on this afternoon, I wanted to share with you guys why people are threatened by you. If you've ever had a scenario or an instance where you have felt attacked time and time and time again, and you literally have done anything or nothing to solicit that attack, if you've ever had people talking about you, talking about you on your job, talking about you in your family, talking about you in ministry, talking about you in relationships, and you're simply just being yourself, you're simply doing the things that God has called you to do, then I want to bring your attention to the text on today, and we're coming from Acts chapter 4. Mm. Acts chapter 4. For the reading, I will read for you Acts 4, verses 13 through 17. I'm going to give you today five top reasons of why people are threatened by you, and it has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. So verse 13 in Acts 4, it says, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled, and they realized that they had been with Jesus, my, my, my. They realized that they had been with Jesus, and seeing the men who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, and they're talking about the Sadducees, the church folk, okay, the pastors, the deacon board, saying, what shall we do to these men, for indeed that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But verse 17, and this is going to be our theme scripture for today, but so that it spreads no further among the people, meaning we don't want people to find out how awesome and amazing and powerful they are, let us severely threaten them that from now on they speak to no man in his name. Okay, that's our theme scripture. First thing I want to share with you a little context of what's going on. 
so here you have Peter and John. They're going all throughout. Jesus has died and been buried and resurrected, and they're simply spreading the gospel. And I want to show your attention the first reason of why people are threatened by you comes from verse 1, Acts 4. Now as they spoke to the people, and this is Peter and John, the priest, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees, so you have the religious council, they all came upon them being greatly disturbed. Why? Because they taught the people. So the first reason that people are threatened by you, number one, you're teaching, you're empowering others, and you're removing the ignorance and the blindness that people have in their lives. When people are down and out and they don't know what to do, those who are control freaks, those who are drunk on power, they like a situation like that because one is dependent upon them. But when you teach people to be independent, when you teach a person how to fish, when you have removed their ignorance, when you have removed their weaknesses, then they're able to fend for themselves. And so this is what the people of God was doing. This is what Peter and John, they were teaching people. So the first reason mm-hmm. is, People are threatened when you have the power and the ability to lead other individuals, okay? That was the first reason. So the the rest of that verse says not only did they teach the people, it says that they preached in Jesus' name the resurrection from the dead. Baby, anything that comes back from the dead means that it's living. So they gave life. The, the men of God, they gave life. They, they were uplifting. They encouraged the people. So you will always have those who are threatened by you. Um, they'll always try to make you feel down and out. They'll make you try to doubt your abilities, your skill set, um, your, 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 your motivation. They will try to kill your spirit. Um, but when it's of God, honey, you better know that it will live. It will not die. And so these, these church folk here, the leaders of the church, um, see, they felt threatened because here was Jesus on the scene, and he was sharing something that the people had never heard before, that he was sharing life and life more abundantly. He was sharing, hey, you can go out there and work for yourself and build your own fortune, okay? You don't need me. You don't have to be an employee in my company. You don't have to do it the way I say you have to do it. You can use what God has given you. Mm. Hey, salvation is free. You really don't have to pay taxes every time that you do something, okay, to be in the house of the Lord. They had never heard that before. So we have to remind ourselves, even in church days, that Jesus was different. He was seen as a radical person, okay? It wasn't Christianity, wasn't popular as it is on today. Oh, no, it was seen as a weirdo, as sometimes as we talk about those who are different from us because they preach in skinny jeans or they have makeup on their face or, or they uh, they're just look totally, totally different from us. Their hair is weird. And so we, the church folk, we like to call it wrong and outside of God, but it's not so. And here it is right here in the word. So number two, they preach in Jesus' name the resurrection from the dead. And this is what the church folk didn't like because as you see here in verse 3, what did they do? They laid hands on them and they put them in custody. That's right. They jailed them simply for teaching and preaching the good news. People who are threatened by you will always try to limit your abilities and your power to do good, your abilities and your power to reach other people. That 
is nothing to do with you, but everything to do with their insecurity and their territorial controllingness. They feel like they own it. They feel like they created it. But I want you to know and remember that everything that we have, I don't care who you are, how cute you are, how rich you are, how educated you are, it all came from the Lord. And so this is the word that Peter and John shared with the people. So the third reason, because I know we're on our lunch break and I got a job just like you do as well, some of you, and entrepreneurship, it says here in verse 13, we're going to skip over it, Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, we're going to stop right there. People who are threatened by you, when you come with a holy confidence and a godly boldness, they have a problem with that. Why do they have a problem with that? Because they themselves are not bold. They themselves are not going towards their dreams. They themselves are not listening to the voice of God. When you have a boldness about yourself, you don't have fear. Most control freaks and other individuals um, or, or, or psychopaths, some of them are as well, they want you to bow down to them. They don't want you to be bold. They want you to be dependent. They want you to be weak, weak-minded, double-minded. Um, they want to be that source for you instead of a resource. God is a jealous God, and he has told us that nobody else, hallelujah, shall we bow or bend ourselves to. Are we to be respectful to authority figures? Yes, we are. Are we to do what those they do who are in authority to us? Yes, we are. Now, we don't walk up behind them and lick their tails. No, we are not. God did not call us to do that. He is the source. Everything and everybody else is the resource. Hallelujah. So that's the third reason. When you are bold and you can speak confidently, you can walk confidently, you can think confidently, you are a critical thinker, then that threatens those who are not because they begin to look at themselves and to do comparison. Let me tell you something, people of God. You don't ever, 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 ever need to compare yourself to anybody else. For number one, it's not godly. Look in Ephesians 4. We're all gifted appropriately. Hallelujah. We got spiritual gifts, and you also have occupational talent. Okay, that is individual and unique. Nobody can take that away from you. I don't care who it is, mama, sister, cousin, brother, daddy, spouse, friend, husband, spouse, wife, no one children can take that away from you. We are all uniquely gifted, and we are needed in the body of Christ. Whenever we start to compare ourselves to other individuals, all it simply does is to shake progress in your confidence. Hallelujah. So we're talking about why people are threatened by you. First, because you have the ability to lead others. You are a teacher. You're, you remove ignorance. You remove the blindness. Number two, you preach in Jesus' name resurrection. You are a source of encouragement. You can uplift other individuals. Baby, you bring the light, and you don't bring down the darkness. Number three, boldness. When you are a bold individual, those who are not accustomed to people being unique and being themselves, they begin to start an attack. Because they don't like boldness. It's different from what they're accustomed to. If they're a soft speaker and you're a loud speaker, those who are not truly rooted and confident in God, truly listening to his voice, they got to step back a little bit. They can't accept you because it's not what they are accustomed to. I tell you right now, we've got to be very, very careful. The people that God has called us to, they don't act like us. They don't talk like us. They don't look like us. 
but they need the glory. They need the word of God. They need the favor of God. They need to know, baby, that no matter what you have been through, you can start over again. It does not matter. But in order to not be threatened and to feel threatened, you must know who you are in Jesus. And that is who Peter and John were. They knew what their assignment was. They knew who they were, and they knew what they had to do to move forward. They had already been in jail, and now there is persecution. So that's the third reason. The fourth reason that people get threatened by you, continue to read. It says that after they saw their boldness, they persecuted that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. So the fourth reason is perception. You've had it, you've heard it before that perceptions are reality. Is that what Jesus said? I didn't see that in the Bible. That has come from someone else that comes in your, your self-development, that comes in your business, and I'm not putting that down. I'm not saying that within business environments um, that, that, that sometimes if you walk like a duck, it quacks like a duck. Many times it is a duck. But God says here, it says that they were perceived to be uneducated and untrained. People will misunderstand you and your call when they don't know the purpose that is over your life who has called you and what your assignment is, they will attack you. Why? Once again, because it's different, it's unique, and it's not what they are accustomed to. So the fourth reason why people threaten you is because, baby, quite honestly, they misunderstand and they underestimate you, okay? They underestimate you. It says here in this scripture, because they were untrained men, they Mm -hmm. realized that they had been with Jesus, and they saw the man who was healed that as a result of them speaking the word of God. And guess what? The scripture says, verse 14, they could say nothing against it. When people are threatened by you, and God is very, very clearly that God is moving you somewhere, God is taking you up. It's not because you knew somebody. It's not because you slept your way to the top. It's not because you were cheating underhanded. It's not because you uh, you did something that was unethical, but clearly it was the Lord that was taking you there. When you are, are people are threatened by you and there's no other reason but God did it, they can't say anything about it. So they put Peter and John in jail. They're talking about them. They're smearing them, but yet they're also witnessing their miracles. Let me tell you one thing. Whenever people come up against you, whether it's in word, whether it's in action, whatever it is, they're putting their mouth on you. They're messing with your family. They're trying to mess with your money or your business or what have you. You better know you are doing something right. So don't stop doing it. Don't stop doing it. So as long as Peter and John was moving and sharing the gospel and winning souls and healing folk, they couldn't say anything. So they were threatened about that thing. See, they weren't standing in place. They weren't sitting down on their assignment. They weren't sitting down on their guilt. They were going out there. They were sharing the gospel. They were doing the work of the Lord. They were working their business. They were getting stuff done. If God has given you an assignment, whether it's to finish a degree, start a business, take care of your family, uh, give somebody money on the street, what have you, go pay a bill, please do it. Do it immediately. Don't wait on it. So that's the fourth reason. People underestimate you. But number five, this fifth reason 
of why people are threatened by you, it says here, verse 16, oh, let me back it up, verse 15, after they saw that the man was healed, they couldn't do anything about it. So they had ran their names into the ground. They had locked them up. But baby, Peter and John had evidence. They have proof. You don't ever have to worry about people putting their mouths on you and what they say about you. You continue to work in the Lord because, baby, you got proof, and you're going to be able to prove your fruit. It says, but when they had commanded them, they told them to go outside. And so the council conferred among themselves, the church folk now, it says, now what shall we do to these men? For indeed, a notable miracle has occurred. And it was done and evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. The fifth reason, hallelujah, that people come up against you, your fruits are known to everybody. Everybody sees where you're going. Everybody sees the glory on your life. Everybody sees the favor on your life. They're talking about it, okay? It's going on. It's shining, baby. You don't have to put out a post or a news feed on it or create a video on it. You can tell it's evident. And so to people who, who are arrogant, people who are controlling, people who have low self-esteem, they have a problem with anybody else getting some press. Okay, they have a problem with someone else being spoken well of. They got a problem with somebody else being on the speaker platform. Now, if they're on the speaker platform, that's cool, that's fine. They don't want anybody to say anything about that. But if your name comes up, then all of a sudden there is a problem and the whispering starts. So that fifth reason here, they didn't want anybody to know of the good things that was happening through Jesus Christ and the men that were being used here. But, hallelujah, 17, this is our theme verse, but so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them that from now on they speak to no man in his name. Hey, people, this is it right here. It has absolutely nothing to do with you when people put your name on the airwaves, um, when they come up against you. It's all about trying to stop the God that is within you. So don't take it personal because, once again, people don't understand you. They don't know what your assignment is, and, baby, they don't know what your purpose and your destiny is. And so on today, during this breakthrough on your break, for those of you who are working and who are serving, I want you to know and take comfort in this, that people may threaten you, but they can't stop you. How do I know that? You can read on a little bit further. It says, verse 19, so they called them and commanded them not to speak at all or to teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, now you're going to have to judge that for yourself. But for we cannot speak but the things of God, which we have seen and heard. And verse 21, baby, you can sit your head on this one. It says, so when they had further threatened them, so they continued to threaten them, even though they told them, it ain't nothing you can do to us. Whether you think it's right or wrong, I want you to know we're going to continue to teach in Jesus' name. We're going to continue to preach in Jesus' name. I'm going to continue to be cute. I'm going to continue to get my hair done. I'm going to continue to go to school. I'm going to continue to take care of my family. I'm going to continue to go higher up and up and up, and ain't nobody going to stop it. It said verse 21. So when they further threatened them, they let them go. Why? Because finding no way of punishing them because of the people. 
since they all glorified God for what had been done, for the man was over 40 years old whom this miracle of healing had been performed. Hallelujah. When God is with you, baby, and he got your back, it doesn't matter who holds the cards or thinks they hold the card. It can't be a boss. It can't be a south. It can't be a whatever you want to put in there. It says that no one could punish them because the fruit of their evidence was made known to everybody. Okay? It was made known and people glorified God. So people who are threatened by you, it has nothing to do about you. It has everything to do with the God that's in you. The enemy wants to kill the assignment, the impression, and also for those who are moving forward in Jesus Christ. So I want you to take heart. I want you to take heart on today and understand that the reason why they're threatened about you is one, you are leading, you are empowering, you are removing the ignorance, you are walking with God, and you are on the right track. Don't stop doing what you're doing. Number two, you are uplifting and encouraging. When you are walking in your assignment and you're doing the things of God, you better know you are impacting somebody other than yourself, and that is what it's all about. Number three, when you are bold, when you have great skill set, let me tell you something. If you feel doubtful about your skill set, hey, baby, just do a review. Do an assessment. Go back and look at what God has done for you in the past. Look at your many accomplishments. If you need to write them down on a sheet of paper and review them and remind yourself and get your confidence up, you do that. You pray unto the Lord. You get you a scripture and you remind yourself of who you are. Don't listen to the haters. Don't listen to those who think they are better than you. People who think they're better than you are always going to come up against you. They're going to always tell you what you shouldn't do, what you shouldn't wear, who you shouldn't talk to. You listen to the voice of God because they are on an assignment just like you, baby, and that is to distract you, to deter you, and to bring you down. But I want you to know that we serve a God that nobody can give us a punishment, hallelujah, without his say-so. And just as God freed Peter and John here in um, Acts 4, you better know, baby, that he's going to free you and promote you as well. So this has been your breakthrough on break. I pray unto God that this has served you on today. Uh, people of God, always remember, always remember that if you were doing nothing at all and people didn't come up against you, then you might need to check yourself, check your living or your giving, because you might not be in the will of God. But you can rest assured that, baby, if they're coming for you, if the hate coming for you, that means that love is leading you and God is your God and you are his child, and so you can rest in that. Be blessed, people of God, and I will see you soon. Glory.